Well, we are in countdown mode to ominous times, are we not? (laughs) This is amazing. Wow. You know, when I started doing... Oh, hi. Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. It's Thursday, January 9th. When I started doing this back in... uh, We looked at the date. We started in late March of uh, this year. uh, Well, the year past, 2019. And... I had no idea that we would be in this kind of a situation with this conjunction. And here we are. And it's just amazing to be watching this unfold real time. But that's exactly where we are. So let's just talk about a couple of things that need to be addressed first. So right now, the moon is getting ready to conjunct the north node in Cancer. Now, that will happen tonight at 610 p.m. Eastern Time. That means that it will also be uh, opposite the south node. And I would refer to what I talked about uh, two days ago with Jupiter. If uh, you would go back and listen to that podcast about Jupiter uh, conjoining the south node, I think the same is true here on the moon on the north node. So I'll just refer back to that podcast for, for this so that we can save time for some of the other things that are happening right now. But what I would say is the moon being one of the triggers as it passes through and conjoins and squares and aspects things on its way is that we could have, again, some really good support, I'm going to say, or challenge uh, regarding your karmic path. I think it is highly amplified being under the Saturn-Pluto conjunction and getting ready to move into position for the eclipse. Now, the moon is quincunx to Mars in Sagittarius, so that brings a little bit of fiery edge, and that's one of the reasons why I say we'll talk about the polarity in a minute. Let's just get through the technicals, and then we'll do some application. So that's the first technical. Today, 6.10 p.m., the moon will conjoin the nodes, or at least conjoin the north node and be opposite the south node. All right, now let's move to Friday. That's the eclipse, 2.11 p.m. in Cancer. That's where the moon is opposite the sun. It will be at 19 degrees. Sun will be in Capricorn. Moon will be in Cancer. There's a lot that could be said about the eclipse. Basically, again, this is just very ominous energy. The moon will be in its own sign, and it will be across from the big stellium. Now, I don't want to throw another log on the fire, but I think you should be aware that when it happens, it will be in the eighth house. Now, what is one of the key words of the eighth house? It's death. Okay, now let's use that as a springboard to talk about some of the things going on. So this conjunction, and again, if you've not seen the video that I did, uh, you can go to our website at soulfoodtalks.com, go down to the freebies section, and you can download the Saturn-Pluto video. It's about eight or nine minutes. And I walk through the history as we look back at 1770, 1518, and 1284. Three steps back on when Saturn and Pluto were conjunct in Capricorn. But actually, that's not true because in 1700, Saturn was not in Capricorn. The big thing about this is that it is occurring in Saturn's home sign of Capricorn. Saturn and Pluto themselves will go conjunct every 28 and a half about years. That's how long it takes Saturn to go around the astrological circle. 
It varies because of the retrogrades and some other things, but it's about that amount of time. So as you read about other Saturn-Pluto conjunctions during this time, yes, it happens in various other signs. But for it to happen in Capricorn, the variable is Pluto. And Pluto, being the slowest-moving planet, takes about 20 years to go through a sign. So it will be another 248 years until Pluto is back in Capricorn. So the last time that these two were together was 1518. Now, I did some interesting calculation last night because I wanted to see when this happens again. So I moved up 250 years and just started poking around. And if we go up to 2250, we find Saturn and Pluto again together in Capricorn, but they won't be conjunct because this is really wild. Saturn is about 10 degrees ahead of Pluto. Saturn, compared to Pluto, is a Ferrari. I mean, it takes two, a little over two years to go through a sign. Pluto takes 20. So Saturn being ahead of Pluto, I thought, oh, maybe in retrograde it will catch up. Nope, they don't catch up. So then I looked 250 years later, Saturn was on the other side of the chart. So I had to go to 2754, the year 2754, before Saturn and Pluto will be together again, conjunct in Capricorn. It happens on December 14th, if you would like to mark that on your calendar. Is that not amazing? So when I first saw this and then looked back at the history of it, and I never, I haven't looked forward until just last night. When I saw the history of this, I thought, man, this is one of the most amazing astronomical and astrological events ever. Because when you put the energy of Saturn being the karmic lord, let's say, and Pluto being the energy of transformation, you don't get transformation like this aligned but every five to 700 years. So I just, you know, in my own journey, started walking in this, and then I told the story, and if you'd like to hear the whole story, go to the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast that is out right now. And I tell this story about being on a walk last Sunday, which, by the way, is the day that Saturn and Pluto both hit 22 degrees. I thought that was interesting. We're waiting on this coming Sunday for them to be exactly aligned by minutes. But by degree, that happened on Sunday. And this big whoa-ho in my own life happened on Sunday. And I got to tell you that there has been so much release and freedom and new creation in my own soul from that experience that happened on Sunday that I have been blown away. I'll be chronicling it more on the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast and even through the weekend. So you are more than welcome to check in there for more details and more of that story as it unfolds. But it has been absolutely incredible. Now, we can't look back and see a period where this conjunction has not been in place, where there were not major massive shifts but they all accompanied a struggle. So there's the eighth house metaphor of death. And if I look at my own situation, so what's happened for me is a release from something that had gripped my soul 
for probably five to seven hundred years. I mean, at least something that was seared into my soul that finally has been brought to death. Eighth house. What's happening in the Middle East? So the metaphor can be applied in different areas, and it can have different meanings, right? For me, an absolute breakthrough. What we're looking at in the Middle East, mm, we don't know. Now, that was the other point. I think what we do over the next about seven to ten days, I'm following the moon, and there are some pretty ominous things that happen after Saturn-Pluto, after Sunday. So we, we need to follow this through next week as well because we have some pretty significant aspects with the moon as it moves back toward the new moon. But I think what we do is, for one, to Australia and to the Middle East and to all of these things going on, we send love, not fear. So if you're even around conversations where people are going to take this to the dark side and to the sky is falling side, don't even go there. That just does not serve what we are able to do with our own consciousness and send love. And the second is to be very respectful of the energy. By that, I mean that from this moment forward, for the next about seven days, <laughs> I hereby promise, raise your right hand and repeat after me, I, and state your name, <laughs> do hereby solemnly swear, do hereby solemnly swear, that I will not go to fear, I will not go to doubt, I will not go to the dark side, I will only send love, I am a being of love, I am a being of light, I appreciate that I am living during the time of this Saturn-Pluto conjunction, and I am gladfully willing to release anything in my life and my soul that does not serve me. And I invite the energies of this precious moment to reveal them and release them from me. All right. Now, staying in that space, we don't have any room for uh, negative conversations, do we? And with that, we'll just watch the headlines and we'll watch as things unfold. But I think what we do need to do is be extra cautious and careful and respectful of the energy. So with this, be very non-reactive. That's been my motto for this year, non-reaction. So just don't respond to things. Observe and realize that we are in some of the most precious, holy, sacred ground astrologically that will not be here again after Sunday morning until 2,754. Do the work. I've been saying this. Do the work. And if my story could be an inspiration to you, then check out the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast that's current right now. And that will give you some more details on, on what happened to me. It may not be your path, but I'm just saying I'm getting emails from you guys that some amazing things are shaking loose. So stay in that space. Eclipse Friday tomorrow. I will see you there. Count to five before you respond to anything. Stay safe. Don't take chances right now either. All right? Just stay safe, be solemn, be respectful, and realize that this is loosing things that have been stuck for multiple lifetimes. Be in that energy. That's where you stay. All right? And that's how you'll maximize this once-in-a-multiple-lifetime opportunity. I'll see you tomorrow.